if you are thinking in your brain, I have the tiniest kitchen. My kitchen is so small. It's too small to have all these things. <laughs> I would love to invite you over <laughs> to my tiny kitchen because I am almost positive that my tiny kitchen is tinier than yours. You're listening to Paleo Pep Talk. Let's get real. I'm Chelsea, owner of Paleo Pep Talk and a 20-something graphic designer living a big city paleo life. And joining me is my multi-talented mom, Lori, traveler of the open highway, living a small town paleo life. Join us here every Monday morning as we share our simple, real life tips and tricks to add the fun into paleo. Now, let's remember our disclaimer, we're actually not nutritionists, doctors, or trainers, just your average mother and daughter sharing our thoughts and experiences about being paleo. Please consult the doctor for any health concerns you may have. Now, welcome to our Paleo Party. You're listening to episode number 34, the one about making a paleo kitchen. And I get kind of a kick out of this because next to the fact that eating paleo is so good for you, the best reason to go paleo is an excuse to redo your kitchen. All the fun paleo toys. We have so many fun paleo toys. <laughs> all the fun toys. All the fun goodies. The, all the you should probably go to a trip. I was watching, I just started watching um, 30 Rock. I've never watched it before. Oh my gosh. And yeah. last night I watched this episode <laughs> where at the very beginning Tina Fey is like walking to work. It's the opener of the episode and has these huge bags from the container store. Huge (laughs) bags. And someone runs into her and they're like, do you need help? And she's like, no, but the flagship container store just opened on Fifth Avenue and I had to go and I have things to organize my (laughs) shoes within my shoes and they have a little pocket on the outside that has this picture for my shoe and my shoes can be organized within my shoes. It's so funny. And I was like, that is me and my mom going to the container store. Oh my gosh. And that night we (laughs) went there. so funny. Yep, we went there one night, and it was pouring down rain, and there was a thunderstorm. Well, it was nice when we went in, but we were there for like three hours. Yep, yep. <laughs> and then and we came out, and it was a whole new whole new situation. And well, we were carrying all these huge bags, and we walked out, and there, we couldn't get a taxi. We had to go like two nope. blocks to... We waited. The, oh my gosh, my shoes were just... I yep, had sandals on. Oh my gosh. Like, torrential downpour type rain. Yes, yes. Yeah, it was, yeah, that was pretty funny. But we love the container store, so if you also love the container store, it's an excuse to go to the container store. Absolutely, because, (laughs) you know, not that you need an excuse to go to the container store or Bed Bath & Beyond. Why not have one in your back pocket? (laughs) Gonna go paleo, need some new stuff. Need some new things. In yep. fact, one of the books we talked about last week, The Paleo Kitchen, one of the things it talks about is uh, in setting up your paleo kitchen is um, go ahead and get that one gadget that you've been eyeing to make your kitchen. Yes. You, know. <laughs> you need it. You need it. Treat yourself. Mine would be, oh, I don't know. Well, my crock pot was my first one, but. Yeah. Yeah, it was your first gadget, your crockpot. Yep. So, I mean, I was kind of thinking, okay, let's look at from the perspective of somebody who's not paleo. Okay? So, okay. like, you weren't and I wasn't. Right? Right. And we decided to go that way. And so, what do you think the first steps are 
to making that paleo kitchen? Um, well, I think that you need to figure out the things, your favorite kind of, well, I guess I did it with, I wanted to make the favorite things that I wanted to make. So like, for instance, a zoodle maker, because I wanted to make like fake pasta. Right. So that's kind of how I figured that out. Okay, but even before um, that, you've got these, you've been eating a certain way, you've been having, say, I'm not saying you in general, but a person right, in general. Right, a person. Pancakes for breakfast, and you've been right. having, so first you've got this kitchen that's full of regular flour, processed foods. Right, you need to clear out the cupboards. You need to pull everything out, I think, and what, what I what did, and this was hard, because Richard, my husband, is does not eat paleo. He yeah. can eat anything he wants, and every part of his body is as hard as a rock. Yeah, it's it's really disgusting. Yeah. So, what I did was I pulled everything literally out of the cupboards that I was not going to eat, and I put them on the counter. And mm -hmm. I told him, what of these things do you want to keep? Do you want, right? Yeah. And I made a cupboard above the fridge, the one I can't reach. Oh, yeah. And... <laughs> Richard's I said, kidding. and I gave him a drawer in the pantry for things like mm -hmm. canned goods and stuff, you know. And I said, those are your places. I mean, he can eat from the other to stuff, too. Favorite. But as far as if he brings something home, that's where it goes. I don't yep. want to see donuts. <laughs> in your pantry. In my pantry or in my counter space or my refrigerator. You know, it's like, no. Your pancake yep. mix that you get. It's a good pancake mix, but I'm not eating it. So I don't oh, want to even really see good. it. I don't want to see, yeah. you know, mother. You don't want to be tempted. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I think that's really the first thing is to be realistic. And here's the thing. I went through and I donated a bunch of food to, you know, um, the food. Um, oh, that's good. You know, play, uh, pantry. Pantry and stuff. So other people could use it. So it's not, yeah. you know, I didn't just sit and throw it's not go to out. waste. No, it didn't go to waste. And it also, you know what? We have so much garbage always in our cupboard stuff that's out of date. And I'm not talking a little out of date. I mean, the expiration dates they're saying aren't always exact on stuff. But I'm talking things that yeah, are like three years out of date. You know. Well, right. <laughs> <laughs> but can't like canned peaches are fine, right? Well, no. It, it, you know what they might be. You can open them and see. And they might be if they smell good still and stuff, but if you open them up and they're green, no, they're not right. good. That's probably not good. But, you know, so, I mean, you got to be realistic, and it really, it, it is. It's it, with a family. Sometimes there are different people doing things, but I think the first thing is just to go through yeah. and get all the stuff out of the cupboards first that you absolutely don't need. And the, and the you know, old pots and pans that you don't need, old, yeah. you know, just clean. Just clear it out. Clear it all out. And then go through the stuff that you do have and want to keep and decide how you're going to kind of organize that. Mm -hmm. Because you're going to be adding a lot of new types of things that you didn't used to use. You didn't have, yeah. Yeah. I would also like to make a note throughout this, if you are thinking in your brain, I have the tiniest kitchen. My kitchen is so small. It's too small to have all these things. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to invite you over <laughs> to my tiny kitchen because I am almost positive that my tiny kitchen is tinier than yours. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I was shocked when I saw your kitchen. And, but I have all the fun paleo toys in it. Absolutely. 
all of them. I'm not without fun paleo toys because there was nowhere to put them. Exactly. <laughs> I have them all. I and I have all of the things and the ball jar. I, well, we'll get into that. But everything fits in my tiny, probably 30 square foot kitchen. Absolutely. And so yeah, if you yeah. think you have a small kitchen, I, I don't think you do. Unless you live in New York, then you might have a small kitchen. <laughs> well, yeah. But I still, yeah. in New York, we walked through like five other apartments in your building and not one of them even came close well, to okay. how small your kitchen The is. other apartments were different because they're open. My apartment is on the end of the building and it's above the staircase. So it's shaped differently than the rest of well, them. Well, that's true. But the rest of them are just an open space. They had the same amount of counter space, which is zero. <laughs> Because, okay, so how many people out there in podcast land have to step on their bed and crawl up into their closet? <laughs> their standing closet. You can stand in it. You can it's stand a room. in the closet. I can probably rent it out on Airbnb. The bed to crawl into the door to get up into the closet, and then you can stand in it once you get in it. But it's... <laughs> but you have to crawl across the bed to get into it. It's pretty obnoxious. It's so funny. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Okay, so it's back fun. to a pur- so you know purge. Um, yeah. You know, and and be okay with there was time. You know, when I was purging, I just you know there's t- times too. It happens the same with clothing. You buy stuff um, that you think you're gonna eat, or you think you're gonna wear, or you think you're gonna, and then you feel bad getting rid of it. You know what? If you're not gonna eat it, don't yeah. feel bad. Marie Kondo, your kitchen. What? That's exactly what it is. Marie Kondo, your kitchen. What does that mean? Marie. <laughs> You okay? You didn't get half of Gilmore Girls then, if you don't know about Marie Kondo. Marie Kondo is the book, the the minimalism book. Oh yes, of the new. Oh yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. It's a verb. Yes, it's used. Marie Kondo, your kitchen. Marie Kondo. If you haven't read the Marie Kondo book, go get yeah. If you haven't, you know, I have drawers that I went through that I was like, I don't, I haven't opened this drawer because the stuff in it. Right. You used. don't know what to do with it. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff that I bought that was like, oh, these will be cute little serving dishes, or these will be cute little, you know. And I got them, like I'd say, at TJ Maxx, cheap. And I thought, oh, this will be so much fun when I have that party of 10. Okay, well, you know what? Okay, first of all, my mom's never had more than five people over at a time, <laughs> and that's our family. So <laughs> I don't know what party you're having. I know, I'm not. It's just I keep thinking I will have it. And then, that's hilarious. You know, but get so rid funny. of that stuff and make room for good, you know, healthy foods and purchasing, you know, store it, get good storage that you love. Go to container store, go wherever, get good storage containers that make you happy to look at. You mm-hmm. know, they got I some... recently, mm-hmm. I hadn't done this before, but I recently took, so in my tiny kitchen, one thing that my mom came up with to give me more storage, which it gives me a ton of storage, is to put a shelf um, up at the top of the wall, and it runs very long across the whole wall in the kitchen. Well, I guess it's not that long. But, um... Well, it's pretty long. It was a 10-foot board, long. I think. 10, yeah. yeah. So, uh, we stained it in the hallway. Oh, wait a minute. First, we building. walked how many blocks carrying it from oh, Home right. Depot well, to we walked park- from... <laughs> like, uh, 12 see. blocks? We walked from... 14th uh, 5th Avenue and 25th Street, 25th 23rd. Street. Home Depot's 23rd. on 23rd, I think. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Fifth. Apparently 23rd. 5th Avenue and 23rd to 9th Avenue and 14th. 
Yep. Avenues okay. are the equivalent of like five normal blocks. <laughs> so that's a very long way. And we walked a 10 foot two by four. Two or by not four. a two by four. It's a two by eight, I guess. Two by, two eight. by eight. Yeah. yeah. All the way to my apartment. Yeah. <laughs> and then stained it in the hallway. I learned how to stain in yeah. my hallway. <laughs> yep. Hopefully my landlord isn't listening to our podcast. <laughs> and then I learned how to hang it on the wall. So we hung it up. And so lots of things. The zoodle maker goes up there. The yeah. bullet goes up there. Lots of fun things go up there. But I recently... Decided I wanted to get rid of all my ugly containers because I don't like all the containers, you know, that like my protein comes in and my, and the cow powder and the uh, goji berries and the chia seeds and the, you know, all those bags. I just had a bunch of bags like lying around and the coconut flour, all that stuff. So I went to Bed Bath & Beyond and I bought a 12 pack of this size ball jars. What's know, this size? Court? The podcast people can't <laughs> see this size. I know. I was hoping you were going to say. <laughs> like probably quart size. Yeah, a quart size. <laughs> ball jars. <laughs> and it was seriously like $5 for like 12 of them. Yeah, It was right. so cheap. Yeah. Yep. And then I just emptied them all out and then I wrote pretty on on the t- lids of them. Yep. Uh, with a marker that you'd given me. Um, oh, like those chalk markers. Yep. What was in it, and then I put them all up on my shelf, and now they're all beautiful, and you can see all the pretty colors inside, and they look so pretty, and now I want to open them. Oh, pretty. And you want to use that stuff, and some of it, always check on the internet when you buy in bulk what should be kept in the freezer, because, like, most flower nut flowers should be kept in the freezer. Okay, first you told me the fridge. Now or fridge, or fridge, or fridge. It can be either. I put the almond flour in the fridge, yeah, but that's the fine. coconut flour is not. That's fine. Or it could be either fridge or freezer. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's just that a lot of people have not a lot of room in their refrigerator, but they have room in their freezer. So. <laughs> well, when you have a tiny kitchen, all your food goes in your refrigerator. Well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> all my food. I just am so used to... Sometimes people look at my fridge and they're like, Chelsea, why are you refrigerating fill in the blank? And I'm like, well, where... where you see a place that I can put it? Because I'm not quite sure where else it's going to go. Well, yeah, because you don't even have like a cupboard. Nope. If I ate things like pasta, like I used to, the yeah. pasta would go in the fridge. Right. Well, yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, and here yeah. was a hint. When you come home from the grocery store that I read about, when you come home from the grocery store, and you, I've looked in your refrigerator, so you might take hint from this, put, when you put all your veggies in, it said, mm-hmm. because our because refrigerators are kind of hard, like stuff has to be in the back. Something has to be in the back, because it can't mm-hmm. all be in the front. Put the stuff that lasts the longest in the back and the stuff that's mm. going to go bad the soonest in the front, whether oh, it's in your idea. crisper or on a shelf so that you see the things when you open it up. Ooh, I need to use that and eat that, you know, in a couple of days where right. some, some things the other stuff, longer. it could last longer. Yeah. Um, can you explain while we're talking about this, what would, do the drawers really mean anything? They, they actually, they do. What do they do that's different, and what would you put in it? 
let most of the crispers or most of the drawers are called crispers or some are um, some have little like some refrigerators have mine doesn't but they have a little even a slide thing that changes things so some keep some things in their dryer or let allows the moisture that's in the refrigerator in or it keeps it out that would keep it crisper they do do huh. things yours may not I'm not sure if your refrigerator says anything it on says those that or not. It's a... But usually you put lettuces, vegetables, and lettuces and things like that usually go in the crisper. So, hmm. Not yeah. in my house. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's usually... And then they're easy because you can pull out the drawer and then you can see all your vegetables. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So... Um, I do. Yeah. So, you know, that's kind of nice. That's nice. Um, and then the other another thing that I got you now, I don't have this, but um, if I was at home, I would like to have this, is... Uh, for your refrigerator door, I got you that, um, for organizing, I got you that, um, like blackboard, uh, magnetic. Oh, I thought you were talking about inside my refrigerator. Oh, yeah, no. I was like, what is she talking about? Uh, yeah, I was going to bring that up as one of the things. It is so cool. So it's a magnetic chalkboard that is, that sticks onto the outside of your refrigerator, and then she got me chalk pens, and you write on it, so I write on it, like, what's in the refrigerator, you can write out your meals, sometimes I do that, I'll do, like, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and write out the meals that I'm going to have those days, Mm -hmm. it's so useful, and it's so fun to have it, and you get all fun, different color chalks, you can write on it, it's so fun. Yeah, I mean, it looks like a Starbucks chalkboard kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, it's one of the big ideas is part of being successful at Paleo is being organized, knowing what you're going to have. And what I like how Chelsea used that, how you used that, was that you listed what's in your fridge. You know, everybody uses yeah. those for what they want when they go to the store. Well, we can keep that in our wallet or you like on our phone or whatever. Yeah. But we don't always know what's in our fridge. What's ready inside. to eat. You know? I know. So, or um, like, or things that you could make with the things inside your fridge. So yeah. Like, I have the stuff for meatballs. I have the stuff for tacos. Like, yeah. Exactly. Whatever it is. Yeah. Or, and you can even put on there, say you have 10 lamb patties made or 10, or, you know, you have different mm-hmm. things already made in the freezer. You could list what oh, you yeah. have in there so that yep. you can look at it and go, oh, I've got those. Yeah. Um, which reminds me another idea, which was really um, interesting that I read. Okay, so Paleolite was a huge resource uh, for some really fun organization trips, uh, t- tricks, sorry, for your paleo kitchen. And one of the things that affected the number one thing, which I hadn't really thought of, it says use a defrost container. And what they're talking about is some kind of a bowl or dish or something that you keep in your refrigerator. It might be a dish you've had around that you lost the lid to. It could be whatever. But it allows whatever you're going to make to defrost without, you know, getting all over your refrigerator. Because as you defrost mm-hmm. things, sometimes they get kind of, you know, messy. But um, the idea is that you that you have this defrost container in your fridge. So tonight, for tomorrow, maybe you're going to take out chicken tonight and put it in the defrost container to cook for tomorrow dinner. So then it'll be defrosted by tomorrow dinner, but you'll take that out and then it's a reminder, what do I need to defrost for the next night? Or do I need to? You yeah, that's keep awesome. It I don't full. have one of those. Yeah. It's kind of a reminder. I thought that was a great idea. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, 
Another idea, and I do this and you do, you have this too. I have, mine are kind of a mess, but they, uh, my keeping your spices and herbs that are in bottles and jars and stuff at eye level. Don't have mm. them put away somewhere difficult to get to. Have them right there. Like I have them all right no, in front of my stove. Mm -hmm. And you have a rack right behind your stove or right yep. on the opposite wall. Because um, you want to see these things yep. so that you'll use them, you know. You know, one thing also that helped me, when I went home for Christmas, I noticed how, like, accessible things were in your kitchen. Mm -hmm. Like how you just have the ghee sitting right next to the stove. Like you right. have shelves and it has... Literally right at the stove. It all has my the fats. And the, all all my that fats. stuff that you all use right for there. cooking. Yep. So I was like, oh, I need to do that because I always have to search for those things and then I don't know where they are and then I don't use them and I yeah. don't think to use them because they're not in front of my face. So I got an attachment. I might have sent you a picture oh, of this. Oh, yeah, know. you might have. I'm I got an attachment remember. for the side of my, the container store, the... Oh, yeah. The, the alpha. Thing. The alpha drawers. The alpha. Yeah. Yeah. So I got an attachment for the side. Well, I already okay. had one that was for hanging things. Right. I got a co I, I'm so clever. I got a coat rack attachment. Oh. For, that's what the hanging things are. Uh -huh. It's a coat okay. rack. Okay. And for so hanging I hang your my utensils and stuff. Yeah. Hmm? For hanging your utensils, yeah. right? Yeah. So I hang, like, the pan that I use to cook. Yeah. And the, um, like, my, what are the gloves? The gloves for your the mitts, oven. Your heat. Yeah, your oven, oven mitts. mitts and like all that kind of stuff. But then they also had an attachment that was like a a, um, a basket. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so I got a basket and I put it up higher on top of the, above the um, coat rack one. And it fit, I have my ghee, my olive oil, my L-glutamine, like stuff that I have to do every day yeah. in it. Um, cool. And I keep that there so that... It doesn't tip it over? It doesn't... I'll send you a picture. No, no, but I'm just wondering if it would tip it over if it got too heavy up there. But Do you know how much stuff is in that thing? Well, that's true. That is your cupboards, and that is the, that the would best never organization. tip over. If ever. you need, yeah, space, the alpha, um, the, you know... They come you have... so narrow. <laughs> Well, and you have from Container Store, and you even have the narrow one, but, they, you know, they're like six inches deep, and they hold a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. I well, mean, it's all of my cupboards are yeah. this alpha container yeah. thing. And it um, just so happened that the space next to my fridge was exactly the space it was meant to be. Yeah, it's perfect. Well, yeah. and that's a that's a key idea, and that is something that I did with my food. It's like, you know what, I need my food out. So right in front, like you say, there's a shelf right in front of my stove that has all my fats. That's all it is there is all my fats, my salt and pepper. Um, my, mm -hmm. and, I, uh, and there's a couple of other things there, but, um, but then all above that is all my herbs and then hanging to the right is all my utensils, you know, mm -hmm. everything should be just accessible and quick and easy to do. You know, one utensil that a lot of people don't have, and I have several of them and I love them. It's one of my favorite cooking utensils is a good pair of tongs. Um, mm. for flipping food and you could mm -hmm. do everything with tongs. I use it to grab my spinach when it's in the pan and turn it and flip it around. And, you know, I mean, you can use your tongs, get a pair of tongs. If you don't have any, get a few pair. I've got short ones, long ones, serving tongs. I love my oh tongs. My. Yeah. You know what one of my favorite tools is? What? It's kind of random utensil, I guess, is those, I don't even know what it's called, but it just like scrapes everything out of the jar. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Those are so helpful. Is that the one I got you? 
at yeah. that little store for Christmas. Um, yep. I know. In fact, I was even using one of those tonight. Um, yeah, they are. In fact, I don't. I got it at a kitchen store in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, but I'm sure they're available other places. Um, but yes, if you can look for a little, it's like a really long, skinny utensil thing that has a little rubber. Has on one end, it has a little rubber Two, scoop, yeah. and on the other one end, it has a longer one, and it gets stuff out of the corners of jars and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. It gets that. everything out. I know. I love that. that. That was a good find. That was a really good find. Um, so some of the other, you know, what some of the other things that you'll probably want, like Chelsea already mentioned, like a spiral noodle maker. You can get different ones. You know, even if you have a KitchenAid, there's actually now a KitchenAid attachment that goes on the front part that does zoodles out of, you know, so it will automatically, you don't have to do any I also have hand. a KitchenAid. I know you do. You have one, but I this... have all, I'm telling you, I have all the tools and they all fit in my tiny kitchen. You don't have the zoodle maker. No, but I could find a place for it. I yeah, have, the, I have could. a zoodle maker and I have a kitchen aid. Well, I, I know, but I'm just saying you already have the zoodle maker and I didn't notice that they had that. In fact, I don't even think they had it till I bought our zoodle machines, which I really like our uh-huh. machines and that's fine. But really the quick other... on the kitchen aid, my mom got me the most fun attachment. It's the simplest thing, but... The most fun attachment for the KitchenAid is, um, it is a blade, or not a blade, uh, whatchamacallit, is it a blade? I don't know which attachment are you talking about, because I have a whole bunch, and I'm not sure which one. It's the one with the... Oh, you're talking about there. Okay. Yes, it's the regular beater blade. It's just a beater blade, but it's, um... Uh, it's like plastic, right? It's like rubber, like silicone. Rubber. Rubber, It's rubber. It's silicone, yeah. And on the outside of the blade, it's so cool, it has a scraper. So when it goes around the KitchenAid, it gets all the stuff on the outside, and then you never have to stop it. To It's so smart. Yeah, so so it's like the standard blade, but it has this silicone But it has a scraper scraper. built in. I know. I don't have that. It's amazing. But the attachments I'm talking about, if you look at your KitchenAid, there's a little round... I know uh, you're talking about the big fancy ones. I know. Yeah, I don't have the big any fancy of those. ones. Yeah, and I have several of those, but I don't have that one, and it is quite large. So, um, uh, anyway, but that's nice. But you know, it'd be nice to have um, an immersion blender, an emulsion, uh, immersion, emulsion blender, um, immersion blender, immersion blender. Yeah, I have one of those too, and it's awesome. Yeah, I got it for Christmas. You can make mayo. Oh, and a food processor. Yes, some kind of a food processor mm-hmm. is definitely helpful. Definitely helpful. A and Nutribullet, you know, if you have a Nutribullet or a Magic Bullet, it works. Yes. But then one day when you get, I have a tiny food processor, but one day when you get a tiny food processor, you're going to be like, oh, wow, this is life-changing. <laughs> yeah, because, <laughs> because it, it works a lot better. <laughs> well, and it it's rougher. It's a rougher chop, so it... Yeah, um, it gets it way smooth. Yeah. No, I mean, a bullet makes liquefies everything where the food processor But it doesn't like say you put cashews in it in a magic bullet. Exactly. It's all gonna get stuck and it doesn't right. go and it right. where the food processor you exactly. pulse it and it gets it all. Yep, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um and and you know And the, then of another, course the air fryer <laughs> Well yeah air fryer is fun to have for because in fact I don't of, think the air fryer people understand how many people have bought air fryers because of me. I tell basically anyone I talk to about the air fryer. About the air fryer. I know. I love my air fryer. It's an easy way to cook stuff that you want crispy. Mm-hmm. You know. 
In fact, or I'm not even ch- crispy, like the salmon, or the I salmon, or the meats. Like absolutely, stove. absolutely meats. Mm-hmm. But it, yeah, and it's so quick and stuff. Yeah, not crispy. I guess. I guess I meant more kind of like a fried thing, but not. Yeah, you know. Um, the another thing to to invest in is good knives because you're doing a lot of food. Mm-hmm. management, you know, like cutting and, you know, doing different things. So, you mm-hmm. know, good quality knives, good cutting boards. Um, yep. you know, the, those Oh, always... the cutting boards are really fun that I have that you got me. They have like, um, there's a five of them and they're all a different color and they have oh, yeah. a graphic of a different thing on them. So like one is for meat and it has a cow on it. Yeah. One is for vegetables and it yeah. has a little garden on it. It's very cute. And then you can use them for your different things and they never cross contaminate. Right. Because you, you really never, even if you clean them, you really don't want to cut vegetables on a one you've cut meat on because of salmonella. Yeah. Um, you know, it gets down in with it. There's little cuts, little micro cuts that end up and stuff. So, you know, you don't want to take any chances. Um, and then I think a fun thing to have is a mandolin. And, of course, I can cut slices. But mandolin makes everything the perfect it's exact really same. I just recently learned how to use it. And it's so fun. Yeah. So, that is very fun. Um, and then... And- Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. What what else, what other ideas did you find in setting up your kitchen? Well, I was just going to say really quick, the things to have, just basics on hand. I mean, you guys yes. probably already know this, and we've gone over this, but just basics to have on hand and to cook lists, out of actual like, everywhere. food. Yeah. There's tons of lists, but these are just some basics. Grass-fed meats, wild-caught fish and seafood, veggies, fruits, nuts and seeds, healthy fats and oils. And get rid of all grain, fake food, refined oils and sugars, legumes, dairy, and alcohol. And, you know, I think it's fun, like you were talking about your ball jars. And, of course, not everybody likes ball jars, so get something else. But the idea is have your food, kind of decide what foods you like. You know, right. I, yeah. I don't have everything in my kitchen that's on the paleo list because some of it I don't like, frankly. Yeah. And so I've kind of decided what do I really like and what really am I going to make? Mm-hmm. And that's what I, I was ha- saying with the tools is that if you right. think about things that you're really going to invest in and make a lot, it makes sense to invest in like a zoodle maker if you really like making zoodles. Right. Exactly. Like it makes sense to invest in those things. Absolutely. And then, um, and you'll use them and have them available to use. Now, one of the things that talked about, if you do have a pantry and you've gotten rid of all the cereal boxes and flour sacks and all that stuff you used to have in there, then you've got room for some of these machines and Fun stuff. Fun toys. You know? Man, I don't know what I'm going to do someday when I have like a real house that has like a pantry in it. <laughs> That's not a tiny house? Well, yeah. Well, so, okay. Some tiny houses have pantries in them. I know. There's some really cool tiny houses out there. So many cool tiny houses. I just started following a really new, a really cool new tiny house account on Instagram that you need to follow. I'll send it to you. Yeah. So well, you know, I mean, I think it, it, the one thing that's good about having a small space, I know that it's hard for people and they think, oh, my kitchen's too small. But one thing about having a small space and you've made it work great is that you are very careful about mm-hmm. what you choose to put you in that space. You can only have so many things. Yeah, and you use the stuff that's there. Mm-hmm. You know? So, you I mean, to. I think that's awesome. Yeah. 
it's like having a small closet. Yeah. You're only going to have the stuff in it. You know what I mean? It's like, so, yep. so that's awesome. So, um, you know, I hope everybody takes the time to really go through their kitchen. I, I just love organizing stuff. So to me, it was a blast. Um, oh, me too. We and just organizing. go through your kitchen and then make a list of all the fun things that you can store things in. Go look, you know, you don't have to go buy. Well, another thing, if you are going to go buy plastic stuff, make sure it's BPA free. Mm -hmm. Um, because the plastic stuff does give off gas, you know, gases and stuff. And you want to have healthy stuff. It's best to have glass if you can, and you make sure that it's not glass that has What's the brand of your cute glass ones? Oh, REC. W-R-E-C-K? C-K. Is it CK? CK. Yeah. And they have and little strawberries on them, right? Yeah. They have little something on them. And I love it's them. They're strawberries. Little glass, a uh, little They're kind of. They're so cute. Yeah. They have a little glass lid that sits on a rubber thing and then they clamp down. And you really you can cute. get them at William Sonoma's um, uh, garden store. I think it's in the garden store. But you know where I got mine? Is World Market. And they were oh, inexpensive. Cool. Yep. That's a World good place Market. to look. And I also have, uh, like, for uh, water or lemonade, carafes, you know, in those. um, Oh, fun. Different size. I've got several different sizes, um, like a quart size and a two-cup size and a one-cup size. And I love them. And they're so cute out. And they're glass. And and they have that rubber stopper that clamps down so things stay dry you know, in them and mm-hmm. so, and no bugs and stuff like that. And yeah, I so yes, I, I would definitely recommend those. I love them. Yeah. Um, I just cool. like to store in glass. I've been kind of switching everything out to glass. Yeah. That's it's good. just prettier in the fridge too, even, you know, Oh, it and is th- this is one more little thing. When you're making meals, just remember every time you go to make a meal, make extra and freeze yep. it. And Whatever freeze you're it. making, just make extra and freeze it. Yeah. You know, and then write it on your little chalkboard on the outside of your fridge that you have this meal inside waiting to eat. Yep, waiting to eat. Because it's you hard know. in the freezer to remember what you have Oh, there. to remember, yeah. I've also been watching The Real Housewives of New York, and Bethany Frankel would tell you the same thing, that you should make extra and freeze it, because that's what she does. Is that what she does? Mm-hmm. I've been watching uh, Housewives of Beverly Hills, and none of them <laughs> cook, so... <laughs> None of them well, would give that advice. you know who Bethany advice. Frankel is. Yes, I do. She's like the health one. Well, she's the one that does the light margarita, the skinny girl. Well, ugh, skinny right? girl. She created skinny girl. Yeah. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. Um, but she is like, she read a book called Naturally Thin. Oh, which okay. Which I've never read the book, but it was supposed to be a book that was like helping people like <laughs> feel like they could eat well and lose weight. And I was like, when they said it was called Naturally Thin, I was like. Huh? Like, I don't want to buy that book. I'm not naturally thin. Why would I buy that? Bethany, get a better name for your book. <laughs> I don't want that book. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not naturally thin. But, no. Um, but no. But anyway, but I'm healthy, and I'm getting healthier yep. all the time with my paleo. Yep. So, anyway. Cool. 
Well, next week we are going to have a special episode and we are going to be having a special guest on the episode and talking about um, Whole30 and her journey from doing a Whole30, going off of being paleo, and then doing a Whole30 again right now. So um, if you have any questions that you want to ask her or talk to her about, definitely uh, email us, uh, Instagram message, whatever you want to do. Uh, leave us a comment, and um, we'll definitely ask her uh, next week. Um, and she's in the middle of a Whole30 right now, so any of you that are doing a Whole30, it'd be a great episode to listen to or thinking about it. Yep. Um, so we will be back with you guys next week with that episode, and I hope that you have an awesome week. Bye. Bye. Thank you, thank you, thank you guys for hanging out with us for the past half hour. We are so grateful to have you all here with us and listening along. If you loved partying along with us today and want to share it with your friends, please do. You can listen to our podcast on iTunes and you can follow us on Instagram at Paleo Pep Talk. And you can find a ton of resources, all of our encouragement, and of course, join our Paleo e-party at www.paleopeptalk.com. And very important, if you have any questions, fun, silly, whatever it may be that you want us to talk about, please email them to us at paleopeptalk at gmail.com or there's a place to submit your questions on our site. We cannot wait to hang out with you guys again next Monday, talking about our new topic, answering all of your burning paleo questions. Don't forget to send them to us. But now it's time for you to keep this paleo party going all week, and we'll meet you back here, same place, same time. 